Welcome to ADHD is over, a new podcast on a seemingly old label that we're going to be peeling off. Join my wife, Tatiana, and I as we journey with our family, the Wyden family, through the land of confusing information. We're going to visit both sides and let you decide because the power is with you. Welcome to ADHD is over. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. My guest today is Dina Gaccioni. Dina is a business owner and a mother of three. Her 16-year-old daughter was born with a rare genetic disorder causing significant developmental delays, severe ADHD, behavioral issues, learning disabilities, and seizures. Minimal improvements were seen after years of therapies, treatments, supplements, and programs, yet this year, Dina's daughter went from kindergarten level to fourth grade level in only a few months using an innovative wearable technology that elevates a very special peptide in the body. Dina is here today to share her story of trial and error, courage, and persistence. It is my pleasure to welcome Dina Gaccioni. Hi, Dina. Well, thank you. Hi, Roman. Thanks for it's having so, me. Yeah, it's so good to have you on the podcast. It is my pleasure. Uh, what a fantastic story we're going to tell today. I'm excited. So we're going to dive right in. I'm going to ask you a question that I ask most of my guests up front. To you, Dina, what is ADHD? Hmm. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I had no frame of reference prior to my daughter being born. Although interestingly, uh, in this journey, learning about it with her, I've discovered that I also have it. Uh, that was quite amazing to me. I was well into my 40s. I'm learning about her and I went, oh my gosh, that's why I had all these issues. I have that. So, so it's been amazing. Uh, um, well, this is what a therapist uh, said to me describing my daughter. She said, imagine going 100 miles an hour, driving a car with no brakes. She said, that's Jalen's brain. And, you know, it really resonated with me because that's how she acted, you know, just zipping around and unable to, to slow down and, and hear me and focus and concentrate. And, you know, teacher after teacher after teacher would tell me, I know that, you know, she can learn. It's just that she's just unable to focus uh, long enough to do so. So that's my best description. Yeah. Well, that's great. Thank you. Um, let's go back there, right? You have a daughter and I would like for you to just walk us through like your daughter comes into this world and how you are receiving her, how you're noticing things are different and sort of like take us on a journey, right? Um, to okay. to essentially today. I know that's a long journey, but. <laughs> yeah, it's a long journey. <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, my daughter was actually born with a rare genetic disorder. So it's called Cornelia De DeLang syndrome. And uh, I was not aware of that during pregnancy, not even during birth. In fact, I did not get a diagnosis until she was 10. Uh, however, when she was born, it was apparent something wasn't right. She looked underdeveloped. She was three weeks early, but they don't consider that uh, premature. It's kind of right on the line, but she looked premature. 
And then she had issues from the beginning. She was unable to uh, latch on. She just didn't have the muscle strength. And so right from the get-go, I mean, that's all that babies do is eat, right? And she couldn't do that. So when you have a baby that can't eat, you've got problems. I mean, you've got to get it fixed like right now. They need to eat, right? So it just, we were just launched right in, into, you know, specialists and people coming over and um, testing and sending us here and there and everywhere. And, and this is what we did. Um, they never came up with anything. They couldn't find anything wrong. And her pediatrician never, you know, she never told me what she was thinking or warned me that, you know, she might have, you know, lasting issues. She just said, you know, we're going to send her here. We're going to send her there. And so I just did what they said. In the meantime, you know, I had this, this baby that I was uh, just trying to nurture and, and help her to thrive. Right. So they started therapies early on, like 20 months of age, they started sending, you know, OT and PT and speech therapists over and, you know, I just always felt like everything, you know, it's okay. She's, you know, there's something going on, but, you know, we're going to, we're going to get through this and she's going to be okay. And uh, that was our life, you know? So uh, it started becoming more concerning as she was getting a little bit older and not being able to speak, you know, started to worry that she wouldn't be ready for kindergarten, you know, and that was our big goal with the speech therapist is that we'd have her speaking for school. Um, but uh, five years old rolled around and she's still not speaking. And um, but I did have her in a school that took her in and, and they worked with special needs kids and they were OK with it. We continued with our therapies. Uh, the ADHD was uh, very prevalent. You know, just uh, she she was very fast. She just, you know, could, couldn't stop. As a matter of fact, from the time she was born, her body moved. You know, she twitched. She just she just couldn't stop moving, even during sleep. It was amazing. I'd watch her sleep and her body just continuously shook and twitched. And, um, you know, I I tried, you know, everything that I knew. I was very much into health and nutrition and I was positive there was something that was going to help this. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, everything I heard about, we tried every supplement, every therapy, every, you know, natural program, doctors, both conventional and alternative, uh, you know, never stopped. We just yeah. kept it. That's, um, that must've been hard to watch, you know, when you see your child twitch during the sleep, it just kind of gave me chills uh, when you said that. And, very hard. Yeah. And tell me, when did ADHD come into picture? You said she was five years old or she was taken into school. Like at what point did somebody suggest that ADHD is on top of what you were already dealing with? Well, it was around that time. Once she started school, uh, we got into um, I don't know some clinic here that specializes in all these types of disorders. And so they sent us there to get some testing and you know, that's what they said, right, right from the get go severe, they labeled it severe ADHD, and they wanted to put us on medication, right. And for me, um, at the time, that was, that was just not something I was ready for. It's not like I was totally against it at some point, but I, I felt I've, I'm going to turn over every stone, I'm going to find something, you know, to help naturally, that was what I was trying to do. Um, and that will be the last resort. So I continued, you know, 
um, with their therapies and different programs and different supplements because I am on every every group and everything I can find. And I, I see, you know, some mothers say, hey, this really worked for my kid and I'll check it out and I'll get it. And, you know, see, everything seemed to have the opposite effect for her. We weren't getting very far in that department. Uh, finally, I, I did as a last resort school. We, we changed schools. We you know, she had to get out of uh, conventional schools and into, you know, um, uh, special needs schools. And even those weren't working. And um, at some point, I I did decide to go ahead and try the meds. And, you know, it was, uh, it, it was uh, a two-edged sword. You know, I mean, there were side effects that were really, really hard. And so, you know, I used it as needed and only at school, but um, the side effects, you know, they were just really hard on her. She would, um, it made her very anxious. It totally changed her personality and she would just pick her skin and until it would bleed and she wouldn't eat and she's already a tiny little thing. And uh, so that wasn't working. Eventually I just pulled her out of school and I just began to homeschool her uh, so that you know, I could work with her uh, when she could work and I could let her have plenty of time to play. And, you know, if she was having a, a hard day or, a, a, you know, a hard hour. We can just stop right now. Go go get your energy out. And it, it was the best. It was the best thing mm -hmm. for her. So. And did, did you, um, so when you pulled her out of school and you then homeschooled, was that the time when you discontinued the meds pretty much? I did. I, I, we just quit the meds. I couldn't handle the side effects. They were horrible for her. I was always worried about, you know, what these chemicals were doing um, for her development and her brain. And, and, you know, I don't judge anybody that uses them at all. Um, I did when I needed to, but I, I always had concerns. Um, so I took her off those. And then at some point I, uh, I got some help on board because, you know, she's going through puberty and she doesn't want to work with me. And, you know, she's very agreeable with other people, just not with me. And uh, so I, when I got uh, a tutor on board, uh, this guy was here for a few hours at a time. And so I started her back on her medication just for um, times during tutoring. And so that seemed to work out okay. It was a couple times a week and you know, side effects were minimal and, and we could handle it. And that way she could sit down and actually work with the tutor. So you noticed... Uh pulling her out of school, being with a tutor, getting more attention and, and sort of doing school on her terms, yeah. uh, uh, that improved, improved her condition or improved your oh, life, her life? Yeah, absolutely. It was totally the best thing for her. She had so much anxiety at school. I mean, no matter which school we were in, even special needs schools, you know, um, she, she was just unable to conform. Um, and, so she was in trouble a lot and reprimanded a lot and gave her a lot of anxiety. And then this picking, you know, she had this anxiety, she'd pick her skin and then this, you know, teachers, they wouldn't like that. So they put gloves on her and they put these noise blocking earphones on her and she was confined to a desk. It was like torture wow. for her. I, I, it was just the best thing to get her out of there. And so then she just, she was relaxed, right? I just got to the point where, you know, um, I, it's okay if, if, if she doesn't learn everything, you know, she's home, we'll learn what we can. I need my daughter to be happy. I need her to be balanced and I need her to know that she's all right, you know, and, and not, and not feel, you know, tortured at school and, and, um, you know, marginalized and, 
and uh, mistreated in some cases, you know, especially kids, but even some of the adults, you know, she was hard to handle, really hard to handle. It, it, it appeared that she was very disobedient. Um, but in actuality, she just couldn't, she just, she just couldn't do what they were asking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's very courageous of you. And obviously, um, you know, I hate the saying, not everybody can, you know, that's generalization, right? But it's like true. Some people are not in a place where they can pull their child out of school and homeschool. But I think there's always, I'm a believer of where there's a will, there's a way, right? Like you can start doing it. Did you, was it easy for you or did it, because it disrupted uh, your schedule, right? Oh, it was hard. In fact, it was like, I knew I wouldn't even be able to do it without the grace of God. I mean, uh, I, I never saw myself in that role. I would see other mothers and just go, wow, you know, hats off to you. I could never do that. And then when I knew that I, I needed to, that it had to be done, I was like, God, I can't do this. But, you know, if you give me the grace, you know, I know that we'll, we'll get through this. We'll do it. And, you know, I got that grace. I mean, I just said, we're going to do this with God's help. We're going to do this. And we sat down and I'm telling you, it, it was wonderful. It was just shocking to me. I mean, she just thrived. She just loved that attention from me, that one-on-one. -on -one. And she was learning and she was feeling good about it. And she wasn't in trouble and, you know, being put in time out and turned to face the wall, you know, with these you know things that were going on at school. And she could go out and she could play and she could get her energy out. And she had her animals, you know, surrounding her. And she just, you know, blossomed in her personality. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And, and, and again, yeah, you know what I, I did, I had lots of obligations and lots of things going. I had a home business and um, I worked around it. You know, when you're homeschooling, you don't have to put eight hours in. You truly don't. I mean, uh, it's one on one. You can get a lot done, you know, in a short amount of time. And when you're working with these kids with these special needs, um, you know, they're not necessary. They don't need to learn you know, everything. And there's, you know, in Jalen's case, she wasn't going to. So I can let you know that at the beginning of this year, Roman, she's 16 now. Mm. And at the beginning of this year in January, she was testing at a kindergarten level. So this is uh, January of this year, right? Kindergarten mm -hmm. level. And mm -hmm. now she's at where? Okay, so uh, currently, she's at fourth grade level. And that's because, um, we, uh, I became aware of some new wearable technology that activates stem cells. And uh, we started it at the first of the year, and we just had some incredible results. So you told me, and this is really great. That's why I said, let's have a conversation around this. You told me, uh, and then we'll go back to uh, the process of it all. But you told me that your tutor noticed one day, and, and you as well, this really drastic change or call it noticeable change, right? Drastic. Hmm. Who, whose scale are we on? But still, it's a noticeable change. And I'd love for you to kind of just walk us through like, what did you do? Uh, for how long? What happened? And then what did the tutor say? How did you react? And where are we today? Because it's fascinating. Okay. okay. Well, let me let me just explain because this might be a little confusing because I jumped ahead so far just now. And I, I told you we've been homeschooling. So, you know, um, she, Jalen, um, she was only learning, you know, so far. So we were practicing our reading. We were pra always practicing our math. We were, you know, practicing our skills. Um, but she was only getting so far. So when I say she was, you know, thriving at home, I don't mean that she was just excelling with her schoolwork because there was, there were functions that just weren't there in her brain. 
And, um, you know, it, it has to do with the uh, condition that she was born with, that syndrome, um, as well as, you know, uh, ADHD and, you know, all these other symptoms that she had. But, but she was learning, you know, at, at her own pace. Um, so I'll just leave that at, at that, you know. Um, so on tutoring days, which are twice a week now, I would give Jalen her ADHD meds and so that she could focus for three hours with a tutor. So we started this new product like in January. I, I, somebody sent me some information. I checked it out. The first thing I saw was a mother talking about what it had done for her autistic child. And I thought, you know, this is a non-invasive technology. We'll try it. So got it on her, was watching her closely. It's like three weeks into using this product. And um, it was a Tuesday and I had her medicine and it was time to give it to her so that she could be prepared for tutoring. And typically, you know, she is not ready. She's hiding from me outside, you know, playing with the animals, all dirty, her hair's not brushed and, you know, the tutor's going to be here and, and we fight, you know, I'm cracking the whip and get it here, you know. And this particular day, I had the medicine in hand, all prepared for our usual, you know, scenario. And I found my daughter sitting at the table. She had her books all spread out. She had made herself a drink and a snack, and she was just reading a book. And Roman, wow. you know, you said drastic. It's not even, you know, it, it's not even strong enough. None of those things would have ever happened. Uh, I had never seen her uh, sit down and read a book ever, although she can read at probably like a third grade level, but um, it's probably her strongest, you know, subject, but she didn't like to read. You had to force her to read and she'd only read if you were reading with her. But there she was reading a book and, you know, had made herself a snack and was, had her books already. I mean, none of those things had ever happened. And so I just stopped. I mean, I just stopped in my tracks and I observed her. She didn't see me. And the first thing I noticed was her body wasn't twitching. Her body wasn't moving. Her body was perfectly calm. Wow. And I just went, whoa, you know, yeah. and. So I said to myself, okay, you know, this is going to be a great test. You know, I'm not going to say anything to the tutor. We'll just see if he says anything to me. I didn't give her her medicine. I mean, obviously she didn't need it. And um, so I left them alone. They did their thing and, uh, and he left. And before he pulled away, he stopped and texted me, which he had never done. Um, and he, he said they had an amazing day that Jalen's focus was incredible, that she was very willing to learn new things. And he went on and on about what had just happened with Jalen. And so the next wow. time he came was Thursday. So two days later, he comes back and I go, hey, you know, she was not on her meds on Tuesday. And he goes, what do you mean? And I told him about this because I, I didn't want to tell him anything. I just wanted, I was waiting to see if he was going to notice a difference and say anything to me, right? So he didn't know yeah. anything about this. Um, so I told him and he goes, I want to do a map test with her today. So I'm like, yeah, please. So we can compare. And so prior to that, the best she had done was 51 out of a hundred. And that day she got a hundred out of a hundred. Wow. And he said that her speed was greatly increased. And so Roman, she never has had another ADHD med. She's never another med since that day. We have not needed it. A few weeks later, after she had been on the patches five weeks, um, he did a whole assessment. Now, he had done that in January. She had tested at the kindergarten level. And this is just not academically. This is processing and how her brain works. You know, so it's a whole assessment. And this day, she tested at a fourth grade level. 
Wow. And I'm telling you, it was across the board. She immediately, you know, from that first day when I saw the changes from that day, she was a different kid. Like part of her brain was functioning, you know, differently. She she went to work, you know, organizing her bookshelf, cleaning her room. She just took um, responsibility for the animals and, the, and her chores. She started talking about the future. You know, prior to that, she had no concept of the future. She was just like a toddler living in the right now. What about me? I want this. I want that, you know. And yeah. she start, She says to me, um, you know, mom, you know, I'm thinking about when I move out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just shocking. Wow. Um, when this happened, I I became obviously more interested in these products. Like, okay, what is going on here? And uh, with these products, they have over 90 clinical uh, studies on them. And I found one uh, that explained what was going on. It was a brain mapping study, and it showed um, people with issues prior to using the product, 24 hours after, 48 hours, and so on, all the way up to six weeks. And I saw, so these were um, images um, that you, you see the brain in color, and it should be even colors, right? But all you saw in this first image was red like 90% red. And then with each picture, you see more colors being introduced and just see this shift until at the end, it's just this balance, you know, what it should be. And, um, you know, one of the conclusions uh, in the study, it says, according to the coherence maps, the majority of participants stated uh, started with an overactive brain and their brains calmed down significantly uh, after three weeks on the product. And that's exactly what I saw with my daughter. Wow. And just so we know, right, explain to us when you say a patch, right? What is, what are we talking about? What is it doing? Uh, feel free to share as much as you know about it, um, just so that our listeners can get a an idea of what the product is, right? Sure. Okay. Well, first of all, it's a, a non-transdermal patch. It looks, uh, it's about one inch. It looks like a little Band-Aid. And non-transdermal meeting, there's nothing going into your skin. So it it's a, a phototherapy patch. And so um, the best way to describe it is um, it's uh, exactly like what happens when you go in the sun and your body produces vitamin D. You know that that, that happens, right? You go out in the mm -hmm. sun, get vitamin D. Okay, so that's a wavelength from the sun that uh, is uh, causing a uh, reaction under your skin, elevating a peptide that tells your body produce vitamin D. Okay, so, you know, something I didn't know is that our bodies produce a low level uh, frequency of light. And that's what we see when we look through night vision goggles. So you're looking out in the darkness, you see that red, that's that light that's coming from our bodies, okay? So these patches reflect a particular wavelength of low-grade infrared light that's all coming from us back under our skin and elevates specific peptides that perform specific functions. And so um, the signature patch uh, elevates a uh, GHKCU copper peptide, which turns on stem cells, our own body's stem cells. And so another thing I didn't know that was that by the time we're in our 30s, 50% of our stem cells are dormant. And by the time we're in our 60s, there's uh, basically no stem cell activity left. And uh, 
they're there. They're just dormant, like many things. You know, they're just not working in our bodies. So these patches actually cause our own body's stem cells to become active again and do what stem cells do. Now, this mother that I had seen when I researched this, she was actually taking her autistic teenage son out of the country to Panama for uh, whole body stem cell injections to the tune of $30,000 each time. She had been four times and she said she was going to keep going, even though she wasn't seeing any results, because it was the only hope she had that something would change for her child. And somebody sent her these patches for her son. And within weeks, this nonverbal child began to speak. And she started naming all these things that her son was doing now that he couldn't do before. And uh, only a special needs parent would understand, you know, um, some of these kids, they can't swing. I remember that in particular, she said he couldn't swing and now he's swinging. And it may not sound like anything to a typical parent, but um, for some of us, you know, we get it. You know, that's really big. That's something has changed in their brain. Wow. Well, that sounds like almost too good to be true, right? Like a magical patch. I have to say that, right? Because I'm never endorsing any products that I haven't personally tried and seen because I can't I'm also not you and I'm you know my son is different than your daughter exactly ultimately it doesn't really matter in this case because a it's not a thing uh I hate to use the layman's term as like it doesn't hurt anyone right it's a patch you put on your skin it sounds like nothing goes in your skin right that's correct so uh it doesn't cost thirty thousand dollars um you know and and it is something that you have seen a drastic change in, in your daughter, yeah. right? And not so, only me, Roman, not only me, you know, you know how it is when you've got, when you're in this world, you've got friends, you've got family members, you know, there are lots of kids with issues now. It's like an epidemic. And so I got all the kids in our lives, you know, on these patches. And I have to tell you, it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent have had life-changing results for the families. Everybody wow. will report. And for how long you said it was six weeks for you guys, or how long did she wear the? Well, um, so uh, it was about three weeks that day that I came in and she was still okay. It was about three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the results have continued, uh, you know, all this time. So you don't even know this, but um, last week uh, I had another test result come in. Uh, that had been done from one of our therapists. And he asked me, you know, he was here and he's like, uh, do you have time to go over these results? And I'm like, yeah. And so he goes, well, sit down. He goes, this is spooky. <laughs> I'm like what, you know, uh-huh. but I'm at the point now where I realize this is something good, you know? Yeah. So I go, what, you know, and he says, um, all right. So he's showing me on the computer and everything. So he explains to me, I'll try to explain it as best I can. Um, he put Jalen's birth date in to do, you know, he does this whole gamut of testing. And one, he puts the birthday in and, you know, she has to perform this test and he's done it before. And so she's, you know, it sets it up for a 16 year old child and she's ne- nothing has ever registered. It doesn't register because she can't answer any of the questions. Right. He did this three months ago. He told me, which I didn't even know, um, but nothing had ever registered. Well, he said this time, everything registered. And not only that, two of the most important functions, brain functions, registered in the normal 16-year-old range. And he said, this is executive function, Dina. He said, executive function is determined at birth. It doesn't change. And he goes, Jayla's has completely changed in the last three months. 
And, you know, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around this. So mm-hmm. there were two functions. One is called verbal reasoning and the other one is processing speed. And they're in the normal range for a normal 16 year old. I mean, it's just absolutely shocking. This it is. is. Shocking. It is. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. again, like when I say too good to be true, I don't mean this in a, I don't, I'm not dissing what you're saying. Uh, I think every parent out there is looking for the solution or, you know, the thing. And I will just say, it's not going to be the same for everyone. Right. But in this case, it's almost like, well, what, you know, it can't hurt. Right. Well, uh, it, to try it, it, it out. No, I mean, it's so affordable too, Roman. It's so affordable. They're $99 for a month's supply. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, there's, to me, there's really, you know, it, you know, my whole mission, the reason I'm talking to you is because I, prior to this, you know, the doctors, they don't have much to offer, you know, increase the med dose, right? Uh, change the medication. Let's add another one on top of it, mm-hmm. right? Let's give them something to sleep, right? Let's, you know, do something because, you know, they're not eating because of the meds. I mean, they don't have solutions. Yes, of course, we're still doing all the therapies and we always have. And those things have their place and they're helpful. But um, I've never known of anything that can actually change the brain. I've gone through some programs and some therapies that claim they could, and I guess they have for some. And, you know, I've had some results with a couple of things, you know, that have helped, but not major changes for us. Nothing like Mm -hmm. this. So, yeah, wow. so that, that's the reason I, I just want everybody to know there is something look at it, you know, just check it out. At least people will um, will have that option. No, that's great. And uh, I'm going to put the your link in the show notes so uh, our listeners can go there and read more about the product. I know there's some really great videos explaining all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so where do you think this is going from here with Jalen, like what's, what's the, you know, she's 16, right? She's talked about moving out or when, when I live on my own, where are you at about the future and continuing with her? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've always been hopeful because I'm also a woman of faith. So, you know, with God, all things are possible. So I always had that in my mind and I never stopped trying. Right. Um, But I have to say that in recent years, I, I have, begun to wonder like, is it going to turn out the way that I envisioned it (laughs) or what is it, you know, but when you're in it, it's hard to really think ahead. You're just dealing with now and making sure they have what they need now. And it's really hard. You don't even really want to look at the future because how can you predict the future? Nobody really knows. Right. Um, But I'll tell you, I've never been as optimistic as I am now and hopeful and encouraged Uh, I will tell you that this year, Jalen is finally learning um, in ways that she couldn't learn before. So prior to this, you know, we continuously worked on addition. We we were working on subtraction, real simple subtraction was about as much as we could do. Uh, She couldn't really count money and change. We were always working on that. I had just really gotten to the point, Roman, where I was like, okay, you know, she's 16 years old. What do we need to really teach her? you know, to, to live in life, what kind of life skills, forget the history, you know, she's not going to need that in life. She's going to need to learn to count money. She's going to need to know, you know, her place in the world and you know, a little bit about geography and traveling and things like that. Just life skills. This, this child's going to need these things. Well, um, she is 
completely mastered money now. And so because she's doing such a great job with all her tours, she's getting allowance and she wants to buy her own groceries. She insists. So uh, we go out. She's got her own car and she chooses her own things. That's what she wants to spend her money on. right? Her wow. own food. I'm like, OK, it's your money <laughs> as long as it's healthy. Yeah. Healthy choices. And she does really good with that. Um uh, she, she's now doing fractions. She's learning fractions and multiplication. Now, these are concepts that there's just no possible way she, she could have grasped those before. She's also taken up piano lessons. She's learning piano. She's in a ballet class now, a typical class, um, and doing great. So, you know, prior to that, she was in a special needs dance class. Um, so she's learning things that she couldn't learn before. And I feel like, she now that she can learn her and her brain is constantly improving i feel like uh she'll learn everything she needs to know now and i really don't care how long it takes mm. i don't care if she's 30 by the time she gets through school yeah. as long as she's learning and progressing and she is that's beautiful that's so great it's so great to hear and you know what a great story of a parent who's uh allowing their child to unfold right not to push not to fit into a box not to try to make them into something that we think they should be right right but more listening to them and and honoring their rhythm and their speed and and all of that which i think is is truly remarkable that you're that you're doing that you know oh, thank you thank you and i would love for you to just share with other parents listening like if you can you know go back to you you went from this you know from these diagnoses all the way until now uh, like many of us, you were, when you're in it, you're so worried and is this going to work out? And, oh my God, are we going to get there? And all that stuff, like now looking back, what would you tell parents that are in the thicks of it right now? The beginning oh, wow. of, yeah. Right. Well, I wish I could, um, have told myself this. I was very focused. I, I I've noticed that there are two types of parents, you know, with these kids, the ones that are really hyper-focused on helping them get, get there and those that don't seem to really care. They just um, accept it and uh, they don't, they, they just, you know, do what they're told and they're not really advocating for their kids. And so I've noticed two, two different types, but for me, I was very, very driven to find something that was going to help her, you know, from the time she was born and we never stopped. And what I would tell parents, because I think I'm talking to a lot of people like me right now, is um, don't get so focused on, you know, that the outcome that you're hoping for, that you're not enjoying them and appreciating all that they are right now. You know, because Jalen is the most incredible kid. She's got such um, joy. Um, She's like a master of forgiveness. I mean, people have been mean to her her whole life, kids and adults. And, you know, she just um, she 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 just she just overlooks and she loves and she's happy and she's herself. And um, she she's just full of joy. I mean, there's so many wonderful things about my daughter that are just so incredibly special. You know, from the time she was little, when we would go out. She, um, you know, of course, I have to hold her hand real tightly, right? Because she's always trying to get away and squirm away from me. But uh, from the time she was little, she would break away from me and just run into a stranger's, you know, 
arms and and just hold them and and hug them and I mean it was just horrifying in the beginning you know and she would do that and I'd go Jalen Jalen and do you know how many times people said no it's okay it's okay later and they just hug her and you know typically it was older people that she would gravitate toward and I don't know we we don't have any grandparents around so I don't know what that's all about um but this this can continue to this day I I have to say it's not as often but she just seems to know, have this sense about who could use a hug. And um, at this point, I, I don't even, you know, really fight her. I kind of, you know, you know, give people a little look like, sorry, you know, but I mean, people just hold on. They're just, it just seemed to do so much for them. Um, but I would just say to parents, just, you know, really enjoy where they are. Stop, stop and look at all their strengths. And because it, they'll sense that you're not quite, pleased you're always trying for more you know and let them know they're just right they're just yeah. perfect they're just you know precious and valuable to you um right where they are that they're a gift to you just keep telling them that i love that i love that that's so cool and what a great story like who could use a hug i love that <laughs> imagine if uh, us adults we walked around and was like that person needs a hug <laughs> hey sir come here um, you know, it's so cute because people, you know, obviously they're not going to accept that from an adult, but they, they're so accepting. You know, I haven't had one. Oh, there was one young guy. He was like in his twenties, like, what the heck, you know, uh, yeah. but typically it's older people. And there was only just that one time this, this young guy didn't seem to appreciate it. Mm. Um, so, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's great. My <laughs> yeah, no, that's, and I love your advice and I totally uh, can relate because we've always been worried and we try and this and that and this and that. And it wasn't until we let go and just we're like, Hey, that's just who our son is right now. And let's just follow his, his lead and let's guide him. Right. Yeah. Um, that, that he started to calm down and become more confident and he's doing things now that surprise us, you know, like he's doing the homework on his own and he's doing well and he wants to do well in the test and all that stuff. And it's like, Oh, okay. There's no pressure. You don't need to go to college. You want to go to college? Yeah, of course we'll support you, but you don't need to. Like if it's right. not, if you're not super excited about it, don't do it. You right. know, that's so that right. kind of attitude. Well, I appreciate your attitude too with your child and and with this podcast. You know, I appreciate you putting that out and just, um, just being there for parents. You know, it's people need to know they're not alone in this journey. Yeah. And I'm there's another, there, there's another way other than what we're being told from the establishment. That's really important. I, you know, I did, this was a whole new world to me. I had two typical children and I was just thrust into this world of special needs and specialists and these special doctors and, you know, being told to go here and there and do this and that, and, you know, you don't want to do anything wrong. You want to make sure you're doing everything right. right, but it's a whole, it's a whole new thing. You don't know. You just don't know. So I really appreciate you being a voice, another voice out there, you know, an alternative for parents and then allowing other people on to share, you know, their views. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And and same here, right? I have, I love having parents on that are persistent and courageous and that are continuously looking to find something that might work for their child, right? Something that like, it's like a tool and a tool belt, right? You just mm -hmm. keep adding tools. And, and I think you're a, a great example of somebody who didn't give up, didn't sit uh, on the sidelines and allowed the 
the experts or the external world to tell you what to do with your daughter because you're the expert of your daughter. You know your daughter better than anyone, right? Right. So, That's right. Thank you. So, yeah. And so I'm going to, like I said, in the show show notes, there'll be a link uh, to uh, Dina's website and you can go there and find out more about the patch product that we're talking about. And maybe you just tell our listeners the name of it. So that's uh, coming from you, right? This is called. Right. So my website is jvision.com, J-A-E-vision.com after my daughter, Jalen. And there you'll find um, all the information about these products. Um, uh, some short videos that will explain how they work. It's very simple technology, but it's, you know, it's remarkable. And it, you know, the inventor took his cues from nature, from the sun. And uh, then there are many doctors on there. We have so many doctors that are implementing the, the products, uh, believe it or not. You know, stem cells are something that doctors are aware of. You know, typically they shut down alternative therapies, but many doctors are open when they know it has to do with stem cells. And so uh, there's lots of information on there. I also have a, a link on there that um, you can click on and schedule an appointment with me if you just like to chat with me um, and get more information. Everything is right there. Amazing. So you heard it. If you'd like to connect with Dina around her experience, the product that she's mentioned, the patch, or just to find out, maybe get inspired about how to go you know, about the journey with your child. So I think that's really, really um, generous of you. Well, Dina, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, we may have to do a, a part two down the road, you know, and follow up I on. I love that. Yeah, you know. I'm sure I'll have some more information, you know, months from now, even more improvements. So I'd love to, Roman. Thanks. Fantastic. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Thank you.